Hello, everyone. My name is Kat, and I'm hosting the call tonight for the Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We will be bringing you hot topics each night, and we are always looking for new hot topics. So follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America, and our website is realgirlfriends.org. Now tonight, I have on the call with me Corinne Tawanda and a host of my other girlfriends. Today, we are going to be discussing a glow-up after a heartbreak. So, um, how's everyone doing? How are you ladies doing tonight? Good. Good. Nice. Cool. So, what does the term glow-up mean to you? And Tawanda, what does glow-up mean? You. you said glow, like G-L-O-W? Yep, like glow up, yes. Well, when, when I heard what the topic was, it made me think about how Stella got her glue back. So um, glow up, like get your glow back, get your groove back. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So like Stella, how Stella got her groove back, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you hear you talking about you just glow up after a breakup. Sometimes people will think someone's looking down and out, but, like, ah, oh, heck no. Nah. I'm going to turn up, get my glow. Oh, nice. Nice. That's what I'm thinking of. Cool. And how about you, Corinne? So what does the term glow up mean to you? I think that it means, like, looking your, your best after, um, you know, just looking your your best and and doing your best and doing your best. Mhm. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. So, so today's topic is about glow up, and and I'm not just talking about. So, let me tell you what the definition is on 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 the dictionary. So, glow up is the complete transformation of a person's appearance for the better. So generally, most people after their breakups, you can either be the person that just gains weight, doesn't better themselves. You could be the female or male that just sits on the couch crying and dwelling over the past, or you can just transform and become the better, the best version of yourself, whether you decide to make money, grab the bag, or you can become sexier or anything. So I think it's definitely important to glow up after a breakup, which I always do when it comes to me. I always make sure I it's either a workout or I know, like, I try and steal the bag. Well, not steal the bag, but grab the bag of money. And so in most cases for me, I just like to improve myself. So just like the, my topic said, glow up after breakup, I'm talking about being a bad bitch and becoming the best, your best self. Clearly, you do not want to let yourself suffer for the long run. However, you want to give your time to cope or else you'll be coping for months and even years, which may be preventing yourself from growing and meeting a fine person, whether it's another woman or male. So breakups are totally normal, and we, and we should only make the experience the best out of it. Um, a few if we were lucky, and for the rest of us, we may deal with several breakups, whether it's a few or several. So, Tawanda, I want to ask you, um, what what was your first relationship breakup like? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'll have to say that I was in the ninth grade, and I broke up with my boyfriend, or he probably broke up with me. And 
don't know, it was good because I was ready to get rid of him. So it was really we ended up becoming very good friends because we just wasn't a good fit. He was slow. So it was just really me moving on. I see. So how did you so um how long ago was this? This was when I was in the ninth grade, so it was a very long time ago. Oh, wow. The relationship lasted about three or four weeks. Three or four what? Say that again. The relationship lasted about three or four weeks, so we were friends over 20 years. Oh, wow. So it came out out perfectly. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we do have a new caller on the line. Say hello. Hello. Hi. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Tina, and I'm calling from Vacaville, California. Oh, hi, Tina. Nice. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am good. Long time. I haven't spoken to you since high school reunion. <laughs> but um, yeah. anyways, um, we're talking. Nice. So we're talking about breakups or glow up after a breakup. And so um, I'll ask you the question, what was your first relationship heartbreak like? Um, well, definitely did not end on the best terms. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was definitely not one I expected to happen for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Breakups are hard and usually the first breakup is the worst. And so, um, so let me go to Corinne and thanks for sharing. Um, (laughs) What was your first relationship heartbreak like? Prince? I'm I'm sorry, I was trying to take myself off for a hold. Um I uh, <laughs> one that I wanna share, I guess. Um one that I would wanna share would be like um I guess I could just tell you how I felt instead of sharing the story. <laughs> but I guess that's the... Yeah, okay. Sorry? Oh, no, no, go on, go on. Yeah, no, afterwards I felt, um, you know, sad, obviously. Um, you feel like you have to, uh-huh. like, rebuild and um, feel without that person. Exactly. So, well, well, thanks for sharing. And so um, breakups are hard to get through, especially when you, you put all your time and energy and emotion into trying to make it work. I've experienced both heartbreak and bad relationships, and I let, let me tell you, it didn't, make me, it didn't take me a week or two to get over either, um, either or um, breakups can, eat, can emotionally and mentally drain you and also make it difficult to meet new people, especially when you aren't healed. So we obviously don't want to feel broken forever. And so, ladies, um, anyone can answer this one. What do you usually do after a breakup? And for me, I'll answer this. Like I said, I I make sure I get hotter. And the funny thing is, is whenever I try and make myself a better person after a breakup, I make sure that I become my best self, enough for my ex to be like, oh, my gosh, what happened? She looks different. And so those kind of things were catalysts 
to become a better person because I wanted to like piss my ex off, but that was back then. But now I do it because I want to make myself feel better. And also I want to attract the right person down the road. So who wants to share? What do you usually do after a breakup? Um, well, I can share. I usually, well, I delete everything that reminded me of them out of my room, out of my phone. And I just try to kind of keep the focus on me and make myself busy, like around my family, make myself busy with friends. So that way I'm not stuck at home thinking about it. Because usually breakups for me take a while to get over. Like I'm going to say my first boyfriend took me, like my first real love at least, took me about a good year to get over before I was ready to be like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, my first, like, I'll tell you this, my first breakup, because I was 18 years old, it took me, like, it took me years, no, it took me maybe a year and a half to get over, and breakups are, are, are actually harder when you're younger, because you take it to heart so much, especially if it's just, a, like, a six-month relationship, but yeah, how about you, Corinne, um, what are your coping methods after a breakup, I'm sorry, oh my gosh, I'm reading, I'm going far ahead of myself, <laughs> um, where I'm at. What do you usually do after a breakup? Hello, Corinne. Are you there? Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. What do you usually do after a breakup? Um, I... Um, I guess I try to like focus on myself and try to rebuild and I just more or less like just like begin to live my life how I was living before like single current mm-hmm. and just basically like try to lick my wounds and carry on oh nice nice that's good and how about you Tawanda um, what do you usually do after, what do you do after a breakup? You really have to ditto what, um, Corinne just said, have to lick your wounds and go on. Sometimes I may take a few days in time to really kind of reflect on like what happened. Was it my fault? Was it their fault? Et cetera, et cetera. And then I might vent and talk about it to some girlfriends and mope and eat ice cream. It kind of really depends on the relationship and how I actually felt about them, if it was serious or if it wasn't, like, nothing, then, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. And sometimes I can bounce back, like, within, like, a couple of days a week. And um, sometimes it may take a lot longer just depending on the type of relationship it was. Nice. Well, thanks for sharing, Tawanda. And how about our callers? Um, 720, I haven't heard from you. How are you doing? It's because I'm a spy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm good. Are you How one are of you? my ex-boyfriends trying to stalk me on my podcast now? I'm just kidding. I glue up so much that I became a woman. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in a breakup. Like, I feel like... The first, I've only had, like, really two breakups in my life. And the first one, like, he stalked the heck out of me. So it, like, 
my life is focused on like trying to get away. And then my second one, she ghosted me. So I was like, uh, for a while I just did nothing because I was really confused. Like, are we in a relationship or am I single? And then once I, like, I was able to, like, move on from both. That's good. Well, you know what? In your past relationships, there's always going to be a time where somebody doesn't know how to be transparent or be honest. And so the only thing is you can learn from that is, is honesty is the best policy. And, yeah, well, I'm glad you only had to deal with a couple breakups. I wish I was in your position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyone else want to share um, their experience and, or else I'm going to move on? I just want to comment on the ghosting part. That's probably one, and I'm sorry you had to go through that, because that's probably one of the worst feelings in the world to have done to you is that they just can't be, you know, they can't be big enough to be like, hey, you know, it's just not working out for me. No, they got to go and ghost you. That shows how scared that they really are and I'm sorry that shit just really oh my gosh girl so you actually listened to my last night's podcast thank you for that and thank you for being on this podcast tonight I'm happy to have you but yeah no like ghosting nowadays like before I used to be a victim of ghosting and then I became the ghoster and so I saw it in both areas and nowadays whenever I get into any relationship if I'm not interested in the guy whatsoever I'm just honest because the thing is, is like when you hold on to like, um, what's the word? You keep entertaining someone and you don't have feelings for them. You're going to be um, screwing yourself in the end because you don't only hurt hurt the other person, but you make yourself look like shit. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, definitely, yes. So it's always important just to be straight up and honest. Okay. So anyway, so let's face it. Short or long-term people have different emotions when they experience a heartbreak. You can't distinguish time of how sad or upset you are based on how long the relationship is. Feelings and time are completely different. You have to consider the time you spent with that person for however many months, years, and I'm pretty sure you two had some kind of routine or date night, and all of a sudden you're single. Now you have to adapt to a new routine and or fill in the empty time that you've had with your ex. You must give yourself the time to grieve, but don't spend too much time in to, to grieve. Breakups are hard. It keeps it's the kind of feels like a death. But it kind of feels like a death, but it makes it even worse. What makes it even worse is that the person is still alive and going on life without you. When you go through a breakup, you need to allow yourself to be sad, and obviously because we're human. So it comes to my third question: What was your most painful breakup? And, Tina, do you want to um, answer this one first? Sure. Um, my most painful one was probably my, not my most recent one, but uh, my breakup about three years ago because I really thought I was going to legit spend the rest of my life with this man um, because he was my best friend before uh, we had started dating. Like, everything about him I loved about it. Like, not everything, obviously, because we broke up, but – you know, there was some stuff I was willing to put up with, and when that ended, because I had to end it because it wasn't going good, but it was just, like, one of the, probably the hardest breakups to date that I had to deal with, because it's like, mm-hmm. I planned on spending the rest of my life with you, but not only that, he was 
a significant amount older than me, so I figured, like, dude, like, don't you want this to work at the same time? And it just made me realize, like, it don't matter yeah. how old the guy is or how much older they are than you, they're still immature. No, I agree with you. And you know what, girl? It's okay. We all went through our old men phase at some point. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I've been in the same exact shoes. Like, I dated a guy that was 12 years older than me, and I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. And I was like, like, when we broke up, I was like, do I really want our kids to be pushing you on their graduation? <laughs> and I'm talking about middle or I'm talking about high school graduation. And so oh. there was a lot of thought in that for me. Yeah, yeah but it's how about you, too, Wanda? Like, oh, go ahead. No, no go ahead finish. Well, I was just going to say that's funny okay. that you say that because actually uh, me and his son were closer in age than him and I were, so him and I would be in the grocery store and joke and be like, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, can you buy us this? Oh, my God. And act like we were siblings. <laughs> oh, no. I've been in the same shoes. Like, my ex and I used to go to, um, where were we going? Where did, like, we would go shopping, and then the the cashier would ask me a question. I was like, oh, you can go ask my dad over there. Oh. <laughs> and so, no, like, I'm a troll, so I'm the worst person. But how about you, Tawanda? What was your most painful breakup? Gosh, I want to ditto what the last person just said. Like, ah, oh, gosh. I think about it. Was he an older man, too? Oh, older? No, younger. (laughs) But I I was saying ditto in reference to the, when you think, uh, like, this is the one, and you, like, give it your all, you invest so much time and years, and then something happens, and it doesn't lead that way. So that relationship lasted for a couple of years, like, six mm-hmm. and it took me like two years to bounce back like literally and when I say bounce back or glow up you know I think a lot of times and this is my personal opinion I think a lot of times that like I've seen people that's been married for like 5, 10, 15, 20 years and then in two seconds they got the next person and I'm like if you're like in love with someone and you want to spend the rest of your life with them you know, how do you jump onto another relationship? Hey, some people can, because I've always heard the best way to yeah. get over someone is to get under someone. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, with with me, I wanted to kind of. Yeah. I know you guys have heard that before. <laughs> so I, um, I know men do it all the time. Heard from it. Yeah, but I've but done that before. Oh yeah, I mean, I probably have too, but I really probably wasn't that into it. But, yeah, so it took me actually probably about two years to really refocus and, like, all right, I'm good now. <laughs> oh, my gosh, a nightmare, literally. Oh, I'm sorry, Tawanda. Well, like I said, like I promised you in the long run, I told you I was going to create you a Bumble profile when you come out here to California. And you're going to get your glow up before you meet your man. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm definitely no, I'm not hurting in that department now. That was years ago. <laughs> Ooh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'll see, Talanda. <laughs> How about you, Corinne? Um, what are your coping methods after a breakup? Um, just basically, <laughs> um, basically just um, trying to stay focused on whatever it is that I have to do, so I'm not like, you know, sulking and like missing someone or you know anything of like that nature. Um. 
So mm-hmm. that's basically, I guess, what I I do. Just basically, just try to just like just stay focused on what I have to do and just not, you know, trying to call that person or be wrapped up with whatever they're doing on social media or you know through their friends or whatever gossip. That's funny. No, that's good. No, like before, I remember when I was younger, I used to stalk my ex, and I would just be like to myself, oh, let's see how much uglier he's gotten. <laughs> how, like, let's see how horrible his life is. But in the end, I realized when I was just constantly checking up on him and his family, I would just end up going back to grieving, like, why did we break up, even though I dumped the guy. But, no, um, I agree with you with, like, not even checking them up on social media and all that. It's funny, and it's pretty funny that you said that because that goes to my next point. So give yourself a a month to let your emotions out. Once the month is over, it's definitely time to distract yourself and focus on moving and bettering yourself. So if God or the universe blocked it, don't stalk your ex. Staying out of contact, constantly checking up on them through social media will only stop you from getting over them. So trust me, I've been guilty of checking my ex and his family, and I realize the more I checked on him, it will only leave me hurt and unfocused. You can't, oh my gosh, let's see. You can't move forward if you're not always looking back. So stop lurking, stalking, and checking out for them. It's not worth sacrificing your mental health. They're probably not. They're probably not even worried about you. So focus on your damn self. And so it goes to my question number five. If you can compare yourself how you handled a breakup years ago and how you would handle it now, do you think you can handle it better? And I'll ask you, Tawanda, this question first. Oh, really? A good question. And, you know, I really would love to say, well, you know, it did, it um, it would have to deal with maturity and all that other stuff. But really, when, when you're dealing with matters of the heart, Everything else goes out the window, mm-hmm. so that's really a hard question to really answer. I'm not. I'm really not, not sure, because one thing, like I said, sometimes if you're in a committed relationship and you really love this person, and your heart is invested, you can your mind and your heart goes two different ways sometimes. So I really um, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I can always go back to you if you if you come up with a question. Um, how about you, Tina? If you can't, if you can compare yourself how you handled a breakup years ago and how you would handle it now, do you think you can handle it better? Um, I think I'd probably be able. Like how we broke up, maybe would have been better. But like as far as being able to deal with the breakup itself, no, probably be the same because was my first love, like, he was the first one I really thought was the one, you know, because we're young and we think, oh, high school, we're going to be first love, I, think, I think I know who your first love, was this high school? Are we talking about high school? Yeah. We're going to put you on blast. This is what happened when, when we're in the same grade and we went to school th- through each other. I just know too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, go on. But I don't think the pain would be any different. I think maybe coping with it would be a little different, but yeah, it probably still feels the same. Uh, well, I think for for me personally, if I compared myself over breakups, like handling the situation back when I was maybe eighteen, of course, I would I wouldn't handle it well. I would be crying for weeks, 
let alone months. And I'll, I'll even tell myself, I thought I was going to marry this guy and I would be 18. And now I think I handle it better because I actually like reevaluate like, like my own problems, not only the guy's problems, because I don't always want to blame the guys. I don't want to put blame on the guy because I always, I also had problems too. And so um, I, I actually would be able to handle it now better now that I feel like I'm mature and um, it's easier to, to have a better understanding of a man's opinion versus like how it was back then. Because at 18, you don't care about the man's opinion at all, which you shouldn't now, but yeah. Yeah. How about you callers? How about um, caller two six? Oh, that's you, Corinne. Um, yeah, I'll ask you, Corinne. If you can compare yourself, um, how you handled a breakup years ago and how you handle it now, do you think you can handle it better? Um, I kind I agree with Tawanda when she said, um, you know, it's a matter of the heart. So you really don't know when you're in your emotions how you go deal with something. Um, so I mean, I want to say that even how I handled it when I was younger wasn't like a self-destructive type of way. So even if I handled it the same way, I wouldn't, you know, it would be okay with me, but. Um, but it, it, like I said, it would depend on, I guess, like how I react. I never know how I'm going to react in a situation. No, that is true. And I can see like why you and Tawanda would say that because sometimes when you even break up with someone, um, it's like, cause I can, like, I've had moments where I was with a guy for, for maybe like four years and we broke up and I already felt like I was broken up with him like eight months ago, but like prior to breaking up with him. And so, no, I agree with you because sometimes you just stay in a relationship knowing that, like, you probably spent so much time with that person um, for years and you're just not, you're like, am I ready to leave this person because I've been with them so long? But if there's no spark, there's no love, it it really varies, uh, definitely. And anyone else want to share before I move on? Okay, so I'm going to move on to my next question or um, my next um, response. So, so the next thing you want to do to get, to get over it is you want to spend time alone. It's important to spend time alone after a breakup, depending how traumatic the breakup was, giving, your, giving yourself some time to be single, especially when you are grieving. And so obviously when you're grieving, you don't want to just start hopping on other people and um, just using those excuses to get over an ex, I've been guilty of that before years ago. I used to hop on other people just to get over my ex, and um, that actually doesn't doesn't do any good besides you start questioning yourself. Like, like maybe I was the reason why, like, this relationship ended. And so you, you definitely want to spend time alone. And so that's where it comes for number six. Um, I'll ask you, Tina, on this question. How long do you think it's okay to date after a breakup? Well, I think it uh, it would depend on how long the relationship was and how serious it was. Like, so for me personally, I only consider myself having three serious relationships. And between each breakup, I was single for at least a year and a half before I thought about getting into another relationship. Because I don't understand people that mm-hmm. go from just one relationship where they're with someone for, like, three, four years, and then two months later they're in love with somebody completely new. It's like, don't you – and that's where, like, I really personally like to spend time alone 
because it's like I can't just say I love somebody right after I was just in love with someone else. Like I just don't understand how people can do that. No, I know. I I know. I've I've been in the, the same shoes too, but like I said, I've had I've had moments like I said, I dated somebody for like so many years, even like yeah, like I said like for almost like yeah, 4 years and I already felt broken up with a guy and it's like um for me True. personally just being around the guy it became like a chore I like there was nothing I just felt like friends and so I would say like actually like six months after I ended up dating someone else but I know where you're coming from like in the fact like if you guys were doing so well like for so many months and years and then all of a sudden when things aren't going so well somebody's like okay sorry this isn't working out but that I would not date for a while because I've even had time where I took a break from dating for almost two years and I didn't even try and sleep with anyone I was literally all about myself yeah and like and how like Mm oh uh no god go ahead oh sorry um like I it's one thing you know because we're all humans and like you know people we if you want to have sex with somebody to get over it that's one thing but like for me, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be, or at least, at least me personally, I wouldn't be able to say I can be, I can call someone my boyfriend for at least a good year after a breakup. That's just me, though. No, exactly. No, I, I get you on that. And how about you, Tawanda? How long do you think it's okay to date after a breakup? I really like what the last person just said about giving yourself a year because I just really believe that it's about time and also it's really about what you're looking for like if you are a person that has to be with somebody all the time um then yeah some people might want to move on a little you know a little faster or quicker than others but for me personally i love myself i love spending time with myself i don't like to rush stuff and i'm more interested in quality not quantity so i I love that one year thing because that's time to bang your business, make your money. I also think that a lot of times when you talk about dating, people get in relationships and they're not even really ready. Not financially, not emotionally, not socially, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, take time. Absolutely. I love that. No, definitely. You want to take time, like, like on your own terms, definitely. So, and how about you, caller 720? Do you want to share? How long do you think yeah, it's okay to be on? I was actually going to jump in, so I'm glad you called on me. Um, nice. You know, I'm not sure. Like, I definitely, with my first marriage, I was out of that relationship for years before. Um, so I think that's a little bit different than like if my husband and I were to break up today, it would probably take me at least a year or more if I'd ever even get over it. But, um, coming from somebody that's been married for a while, like you can always work on yourself, but it's a lot easier to work on yourself when you're by yourself. Uh Uh-huh. No, that is, no, I agree with you. Definitely. I mean, well, thanks for coming on, Amanda. I felt bad. I was like, yeah. I haven't heard her voice like for the first thirty minutes. <laughs> but yeah, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say now, like now being married, like, and I'm not complaining because I wouldn't change it for the world. But like, 
now I have to balance like, oh, these are my goals and these are Roger's goals. Okay, so now we have to do this. And these are all of our goals too. Which ones can we afford? So it's constantly like juggling what's my goals, what's his goals, what's my priorities, what's his priorities, and they're a little bit different. Yes. Well, you know what? Like, again, the most important thing in marriage, even though I've never been married, is compromise what I've what I've been told from, like, family and friends. And so, now I know I could see um, where, where you're going, but I've never experienced that, like, in a marriage because I've never been married. But thanks for sharing. Yeah, of course. So, um, where was I at? Anyone else want to share? How long do you think it's okay to date after a breakup? Going once, going twice. Okay, I'm going to move on. Um, so you don't want to, you don't want to rush into a new relationship if you are tied up on your ex. You're, you'll obviously know you aren't over your ex, especially when that's all you talk about on a date. Being alone will give you time to see and work on toxic traits you may have. For me, I realized I didn't love myself because I allowed men to walk all over me and disrespect me. I also came to the conclusion that love isn't supposed to hurt. And before I give my love to anyone, I have to give the love that I deserve. So when you deeply love yourself, you'll no longer accept certain shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. So... Um, so one thing too, when you're going through a breakup, you definitely want to surround yourself with friends, family, and loved ones just to distract you from being in this pain. Because sometimes when you're, when you, when you break up with someone, you, you just feel out of place and it, it becomes out of your routine. So that's where I go for this question. And, um, Chris or Tina, I was, I almost called you by your first, your first full name, <laughs> Tina. Um, who has helped you over? Oh, who has helped you get over a breakup? And and who is the first person you usually reach out to when you're going through a breakup? Um, well, I definitely go to my mom first. I uh, before anybody because I've seen my mom go through a lot, like growing up as like relationship wise. So I feel like for me that the best person to go to and I know she's not it's not going to get relayed back to anybody especially to who I'm talking about so like if I ever like if I'm about to do a breakup or I'm going through that like I turn to my mom first like she's always helped me and been super supportive of everything that I wanted to do like relationship wise so that's been super helpful no, that's good. It's always nice to have that friend or that family member you can go to because I know when my friends go through a breakup, I, okay, like I, I'm not the type that tells my friends, oh, my gosh, that guy is horrible for you. He's bad for you because I don't like putting these kind of ideas. And I wouldn't want my friends to put the same exact ideas. Like if I was dating a guy, I'm like, are you dating the guy? Because I'm the one dating this guy. But However, there is a downfall when you break my friend's heart. I hope that your balls fall off or you die. Well, not die, but I I like to, like, I turn all the things that, like, all those nice things my friends would say about the guy, I would say the opposite just to make her make them feel better. Like, do you remember when he used to do this or, like, his hair looks like that? And usually the, those tears usually turns into laughs and so. No, it's always nice to have somebody to to turn to whenever you're dealing with a breakup. 
And how about you, Tawanda? Who has helped you get over a breakup, and who is the first person you usually reach out when you're going through it? That is an extremely good question, and I'm definitely a little different because, really, I'm more of a loner. So I normally help myself with the breakup. Yes, I'm really a loner. I normally help myself with getting over the breakup and just kind of, yeah, I'm I just kind of doing the SCLF because a lot of times, like you just mentioned about um, people and feelings and stuff like that, um, you don't really know, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know really people love to have their opinion, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's kind of um, yeah. what my what my situation is, how I prefer it. No, and yeah, no, I understand. Well, like, for me, I usually just, like, whenever I go through a breakup, I don't like to even broadcast it, like, oh, my gosh, I broke up with blah, 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 you broke up, or nor do I like to advertise it on social media, but for me, like, there's always that one person I go to, and so... Um, I can see where you where where you are because like even in our relationship, I'm not talking about a broken up relationship, but like in a relationship in general, I don't even like mm-hmm. telling other people my problems about like my significant other, you know. And mm-hmm. that would, and I see that's what you what, where you're probably coming from. You just don't like to tell people your business, and that's totally normal. Exactly, exactly. That's kind of that's kind of how I am. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Tawanda. Well, you know, I'm here for you. If I hope you don't have another breakup, but I'm here for you, girl. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let's go to Corinne. Um, who has helped you get over a breakup, and who is the first person you usually reach out to when you're going through a breakup? Um, I have to agree with um, both of you. Like, when I'm, like, in a relationship, I usually don't even discuss, like, much with my friends. So... Um, first of all, if they, like, even met the person, that means that it must have been a long-term relationship because I don't bring, like, random people at the start, like, you know, casually dating around my friends um, or my family. So, um, yeah, if it gets to that point and we're, like, breaking up and it's, like, I guess, like, a major thing, then I'll, I'll turn to my cousin or um, my best friend. But, um yeah, they and then they're usually in shock because they never knew that we had issues in the first place. So I probably never, you know, told them. Nice. Well, no, that's that's good. Well, thanks for sharing, friend. And how about how about you, Amanda? Um, would you like to answer the question? Oh man, Are you there? I probably yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Cool. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I am opposite. I probably should learn how to be more self-reliant, but whenever I struggle, everybody and their brother knows. So um, if I were to have a breakup, I would probably definitely tell my family and, like, my friends. I'd probably also post it on Facebook. Um, my coworkers would probably know. Yeah, I would probably cry to everybody. Oh, <laughs> so you're I'd the type that likes to tell everyone to... and just like be like, "You're what?" Say yeah. it again. Oh, I'd probably cry to my therapist as well. <laughs> 
Girl, it's okay, you. no girl. I will cry to my nail lady and my hair lady. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I have a friend yeah. that's exactly like that. But you know what? Um, pain is pain, and you have to let it out somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, let's go back to the board. So, you, one thing you definitely want to do is focus on you until the only focus is you. So, you need to get used to to spending time alone. So the more you focus on you, the less you will think about them. This is one of the most important factors you'll need when you're trying to heal from a breakup. When you first break up with someone, they'll tend to be in your mind and stay on your mind for 24-7. And so this is where it goes for this next question. After a breakup, what new things did you accomplish and how did you better yourself? And Tawanda, I want to ask you this question because you are the glow-up queen of being a, a boss babe. I would say it's kind of like I was telling you how about Stella getting her groove back. So um, working <laughs> to get better, set some new goals, do some new things, go shopping, and just not sit around and be down and depressed. So working to become my greatest self, even now more than ever. And not really to channel him or anything, but more so to just make sure that I'm good. Love you, Tawanda. No, that's definitely. Yeah, because, no, that's one thing, too, I noticed some couples, that's how you know one one or the other person's not over them is, like, when they're like, oh, let me go check on them and see if they're okay. And I'm like, no, you should not check on your ex if he's okay. He's probably not worrying about you. And so, no, that's good. Um, self-care is definitely a big thing. And how about you, Tina? After a breakup, what are what things do you do to accomplish, and how do you better yourself? Mm, well, I better myself by I end up losing weight because I don't go out to eat as much because I don't like to sit there looking like I'm by <laughs> myself. Very rarely do I do that. And so... I that, and then I focus on saving more money because I'm not out spending money. And just, like, all those things kind of go, like, it's bad to say because you should be doing that in a relationship, too. But it's a lot harder because you're all like, oh, I'm happy. It's okay. I'll make more money later. And it's like, no, it's, it shouldn't go like that. And to comment on the checking up on your ex card, the only time that's acceptable is if, like, a family member dies shortly after you break up. That's it. Or in general. Yeah, no, that's that's no, that's a that's a standard. No, that's a standard. Like I've had exes that I never wanted to speak to, and I just wish them well. I'm like, don't contact me. But um, I've had one where his mom died, and I had to I had to go to the funeral because even this lady, she didn't even like her own son, and she was there for me, and so. Um, and so, like, it's definitely important, like, to be there for the family and and um, just make sure that your ex, your ex and his family is okay when it comes to a death. And how about you, Corinne? After a breakup, what new things do you accomplish and how do you better yourself? Um, I mean, I'm always trying to, like, better myself. So, I, I guess, like, just getting out, meeting new people, maybe interacting more than what I would have been maybe interacting when I was in a relationship. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just pretty much doing the same thing that I always do. I, I don't think that um, 
you know, when you're in a relationship, you should change much of who you are. So when you leave it, you should, you know, be able to comfortably go back to what you are usually doing. Definitely. No, no, I agree with you. And how about you, Amanda? After a breakup, what new things do you did you accomplish, and how did you better yourself? Um, I don't know. I feel like I just keep working on the same goals. But the thing is, is that I'm always working on like twenty goals at the same time, like all the time. No, that's good. No, that's good. No, like, I know after a breakup, like, it's literally a catalyst of me, like, just working hard on my business, my work. And, yes, I could agree with you, Tina. I make sure I lose weight because I stop eating with my ex, especially, like, in the past I've dated guys, even though they're, they're like, fit or they weren't fit. I knew I gained weight, like, in the relationship. But, but like I said, the best, the best um, catalyst after a breakup is working out, like, you you get mm-hmm. fit and not only yes fit enough so your ex can see you um looking hotter with another with another person and they're like oh my gosh did she just get a glow up and I'm like yes she did <laughs> and not it's not for you anymore but anyway yeah. um, we're going to take a quick break oh, go ahead i said it's either that or it's with the lottery to what you <laughs> Exactly. Lottery and I'll go get my liposuction. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well anyways, we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna take a short break for a few seconds and I'll be back with you ladies. Hello, I'm Corinne. Now let's dive into the Real Girlfriends Across America training topic. After a breakup, you're going to want to look your best. And hopefully you can manage to look just as good as Zendaya, who right now is trending all across Twitter for just looking herself. With comments ranging from nervousness that she may have been canceled to others just admiring her sheer beauty. Now, if I was trending, this is what I would want to be trending for. Now back to you, Kat. Good job, Corinne. <laughs> and that 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 actually tied into like my next question. Very very interesting. So, anyways, question question number nine: What is your method of glow up after a heartbreak? And Tina, I'll ask you this question first. I'm putting you on blast. Sorry. <laughs> um, honestly, like I just get really focused into the gym and eating better and losing weight, not just, like, to look hotter because, like, to make them be like, oh, look at me. I just, like, it's some it's something I always struggle with in general is my weight. So when I'm not focusing, like, on a relationship or a failing relationship at that, I'm more focused. I have more time and energy to put into, like, okay, well, that time I was spending with so-and-so, I'm going to now spend at the gym, and instead of eating this, I'm going to eat this because I'm just me now, and I'll eat what I want. So it gets a lot more helpful for me in those times. Oh, well, no, that's good. Like I said, after a breakup, it's all self-care always ties a role in, in taking care of yourself, not only um, to, to, like, 
make you look different and but it'll also make you feel better knowing that like you're doing an improvement in yourself and how about you Tawanda what is your method of glow up after a heartbreak definitely self-care all the way I'm going to be pampering myself relaxation probably a trip something to get away and clear my mind and do all the things that I love to do and Definitely, like you just said, the self-care, and which is things we should really do all the time, but definitely a little, may go a little overboard just to make sure I'm staying focused and getting my mind clear and getting my um, meditation on and stuff like that. No, that's good. And like you, like you ladies, remember, I'm an advocate for self-care. <laughs> so, no, like I'm glad that, that you, you ladies believe in self-care as much as I do. And how about you, Amanda? What is your method of glow up after a heartbreak? Oh, man. Um, definitely self-care, but I'm also, like, big into self-care. Um, I think at this point, like, if Roger tried to leave me, that Roger might not exist, but I'm not positive about that yet. I no. definitely well, no. probably try I would definitely probably try and, like, take everything I possibly could. I don't know. No, it's okay. Well, you know what? Like, after a heartbreak, I always I always have this rule. I give myself maybe a week to cry and grieve. And after that, I always tell myself, okay, time to put on your big panties on because you're just wasting your time being sad and upset. And so um, I'm, like, Thank God, thank, thankfully, like for you, um, you're you're already like married and happy, and and hopefully, and you won't, because I'm putting it out there, you won't have to deal with a heartbreak soon, anytime soon. But um, but no, like in general, just for any woman that's like going through a breakup, you do not want to spend so much time crying because, in the end, like, and also after crying, it's not even a good feeling. Do you really want to have some dry eyes and that knot in your throat and and just look and look like you cried. I don't even like being I don't like being shown when I cried because I'm the horrible crier ever. Um, how about, how about um, anyone else want to share? Say it again. I was gonna say crying is also a migraine trigger for me. So yeah. Yeah. So that's one reason why you you definitely do not want to cry. Um, anyone else want to share before I move on? Well, anyways, so um, I like how you guys brought the factor of self-care because this is actually where I'm going to. So self-care is a very important aspect to focusing more on you. Go get your nails done, change your hairstyle, drink more water, and eat healthy. When you, you incorporate exercise and eating healthy into your life, you become more beautiful from the inside, which will also reflect to you on the outside. Having a great self-care routine will boost your confidence, and you will become that bitch. So... Make sure make sure you, um, you you find your you find time to make self care as your priority and get comfortable in your own skin when you do not when you can't tell or hold on when you do not know when no one can't tell you for shit or hurt you, your feelings because you already think so highly of yourself and another thing like the main like our main platform out here you want to make sure you're a hustler and you get the bag. If there's no, one good thing you can do is bring to get yourself out of a broken heart, it's to start a hustle. F losers make money. 
use your pain to be the catalyst of making money, building an empire, and feeling amazing about yourself. And not only that, it's the best distraction versus being sad in the same place. So would you rather be sad and broke, or would you rather be sad crying in your Porsche? And that's not a question, you guys. It was part of what I was saying. So (laughs) glow the fuck up so you can just get out of your bag. And one thing after um, a breakup, you also want to forgive. And I don't mean to forgive that person the following week. Give your time to forgive because in the end, you're not going to be, like, if you're constantly replaying the bad scenario that happened on, like, on with that relationship, you're just going to be angry at that person. And not only that, you're just going to keep bringing yourself down. So you definitely want to forgive. And for me, I hated my exes. And, yes, I hated. And hate is a strong word. Feeling emotional and having that emotion in your body is very unhealthy. You can hate an ex for the pain and humiliation they put you through, and you can hate yourself for choosing them, especially for allowing them to hurt you and getting hurt in the process. Me personally, I had so much hate in my heart that I sought revenge, and I acted out of character. So getting revenge won't feel any better, and, and at the end, I just felt like my exes were evil, and it made me, it made me feel better, but in the end, it was actually making me feel like the, the evil person. So obviously hurt people will hurt will hurt other people. And in order to heal, you have to forgive them. And so as we're wrapping up, I do want to ask, like, just these two random questions because we do have a little bit of time. And Tawanda, I'm going to ask you this. What's your biggest turnoff on a guy? Tawanda? I'm going off of mute. You asked what is my... What is my biggest turn off with a guy? On a guy, yes. I would have to say lack of his self-care. You know, like dirty <laughs> nails, um, poor hygiene. Um, that That's like a total turn off because, and I understand, like, if you are a certain type of worker, you're going to be dirty and you're just leaving work, okay, cool. But if you're not at work, like your fingernails, your teeth, just etiquette, just um, <laughs> cleanliness. That's like a really huge turn off. I mean, because I've met people that, you know, like some guys, I'm like, hey, you need some lotion? <laughs> I mean, I know guys don't walk around with lotion all the time, but, um, yeah, just being well-kept is mm, something I appreciate. And if you're not, mm, kind of upset about that. No, I agree with you because I'm the same way. I reciprocal. I don't really reciprocate what's given in that in that area, but I'd like to expect the guy to reciprocate what's given to him. If I take care of myself, I expect the guy to take care of himself too. So I totally understand you 110 percent. And how about you? How about you, Tina? What's your biggest turnoff on a guy? Um, that would have to be laziness. Uh, there's nothing more unattractive than a lazy man or boy, I should say, because if they're lazy like that, like where they barely got a job where they're just like all day long, they just sit around and don't want to do shit. Like they don't have, excuse me, don't want to do stuff. They lack ambition, like all the laziness pretty much all around is super unattractive. I want a man that's going to, that, you know, wants to work because I, I mean, with this coronavirus, I realized I could not be unemployed. I could not be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I got to go to work. No. I can't do this. (laughs) No, I agree with you. I'm the same way, too. I could, well, I'm not trying to agree with everyone, but I can totally agree on that, too, because if I'm over here working maybe, like, 16 hours a day and whether I'm, like, at my, my, nine to ten hour job and then I'm I'm like working from home and doing anything 
I would not want a guy to have so much free time that like I'm wondering what the hell he's doing. And so I expect if I was in your if I was in a relationship, I would definitely expect the guy to be busy just as busy as I am. And I don't care what he does as long as he's busy. I feel you on that. And how about you, Corinne? What is your biggest turnoff on a guy? Um, I, I definitely a, a big turnoff would be like the one said the hygiene, but also I would say like if they um couldn't adapt to like different surroundings. So let's say if someone was like maybe um if we like were in a business situation and they just couldn't um adjust from maybe if they were like out with their friends. Um so that yeah, mm-hmm. someone I couldn't take around everyone would be like a big turn off. <laughs> yeah, Alex yeah and I, I totally agree with that too. Um, how about you, Amanda? What's your biggest turn off on a guy? And make sure your husband's not listening. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, oh God, what is my biggest turn off? I think like I just really cannot stand like condescending. Really, like if you're gonna if we're gonna go out and you're gonna make me feel like I'm completely stupid, like we're done. Oh my gosh. Okay, and well, I know only one person that, I, I was going to say, if Roger did that, then I would probably bury him in our backyard, but that's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, I don't know if you heard about, like, our podcast a few days ago about the hot girl summer. Tawanda said she always carries rope on her. <laughs> do you remember? Do, do you remember that that podcast, Tawanda? I surely do. <laughs> well, at least okay, now well, I know we... who to ask when she's in town. Just kidding. <laughs> well, I know who to ask, like when when I do break up with someone. Apparently. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, we didn't get to the last question, but um. But the last question I, I was going to ask you was if you were if you could be on a reality show with your ex to tell about, to, to tell everyone about your story and get paid for would you do that? One person can answer this. No. I wouldn't. I probably would lose uh, my shit if I did. But anyways, yeah, um, I don't want the world. is there any announcements for Wanda? I don't have any. Thank you. Um, no. Corinne. We have, uh, no, we have like 50 seconds. But just have everyone follow cool. us. All that great stuff. <laughs> well, again, thank you everyone who has called in and um, listened to us. Definitely check out our Facebook, Instagram, and as well as Spotify as far as our last, our other podcast topics. So um, don't forget. And also, um, Oh yeah, and also, what is the topic tomorrow? Um, I think I believe you're doing it for a night. Yes. When is it okay to lie? Yes. So the beautiful Corinne will be doing that topic tomorrow, and so um, definitely call, come in and call us. And if you have any questions, send me a DM, and our team will get to you. Bye, ladies. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night. Good night.